Hello, hello. You're listening to the Continuous Curiosity Podcast, where curiosity has no limits. My name is Nadia. And I'm Leroy. And today, we are going to talk about the International Women's Day. And especially because the day that this podcast is released is actually 8th of March. So, uh, good time to talk about it. We're going to discuss why people celebrate this day, or actually not celebrate it. Uh, then about matriarchy, women in leadership, gender inequality, and imposter syndrome. So, many interesting topics today. To start it off, I think a good point is to a little bit talk about uh, history of Women's Day. So the International Women's Day is celebrated, as I said already, on the 8th of March around the world. And it is a focal point in the movement for women's rights. And basically, like, I think that, you know, the establishment of the International Women's Day can be traced back to New York City uh, in February to 1908, where then thousands of women uh, who were garment workers Uh, went on a strike and they marched uh, through the city uh, to protest against the working conditions. And uh, yeah, 1908. But uh, the sad truth is that in many countries, women still need to protest <laughs> on the same topics yeah. like low wages and experiencing sexual harassment. Uh, so yeah, of course, uh, New York is one place, but... Um, As you might know, those type of marches and everything is happening around the world. And uh, for instance, I also found like this really interesting uh, poster from uh, from Russia. Uh, it was a Soviet poster from 1932, uh, where it said the following. 8th of March is the day of rebellion of the working women against kitchen slavery. And it said also down with the oppression and narrow mindedness of household work. So I think that's a... <laughs> Nice way to <laughs> summarize it, uh, yeah. so to say. Yeah. It's very strange to read the words like kitchen slavery. Like it's so difficult to imagine that that's even a thing. Um, like that is like that that will be normal nowadays. But um, I mean, it's the harsh reality. <laughs> And yeah. 1932 is like it's actually not that long ago if you no. think about it. No, but at the same that's time, that's maybe it even is. worse. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's true. And at the same time, yeah, it's like you you would think, you know, okay, hundreds years have passed. We have, uh, you know, internet. We have this communication that we can talk about anything, and yet still we're we're having kind of the same problems. And yeah. uh, because it's sad. It's really sad. It is. Yeah, and I think here to just like mention of like why do women still uh you know march for women's rights and uh what it is commonly associated with it is uh like really simple things actually which is the right to <laughs> bodily integrity and autonomy uh to be free from sexual violence uh to vote to hold public office Uh, to enter into legal contracts, have equal rights in family law, to fair wages or equal pay, to have reproductive rights. 
and to education. And really, we, we see it from, you know, even through the past year, that how many countries suddenly you see on the news, oh, they want to, you know, um, uh, somehow regulate who can do abortions or who not. Like there were just, in some ways, it feels really crazy that we're dealing with these things still to this day. Exactly, especially because it's also like probably when you think about all these things that are still like restricted for women, it's like, people think it's like far away from the place that they live but for example what we've seen in poland this year where um like what was happening with the abortion law and everything like yeah that's really close to for example like where we live like estonia or or the netherlands like it's not that far away where these things are happening yeah although we we sometimes think it is but it's not it's not in estonia even uh, here they uh, they raise this topic and uh, in the end, it was just, so to say, dumped away because the country right now has other things to deal with. And it's not a it's not a problem here. Like it's it's somehow yeah. like, you know, artificially created question that is not relevant to this state <laughs> because it has already been solved. But now suddenly it's it's raised again. Oh, let's talk about it, actually. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird that it's still even a topic to discuss whether it should be allowed or not. Yeah. Um, especially because it's always older white men <laughs> deciding for the women. Basically, that's what yeah. it comes down to. In in for example, in the in the in Europe. Um, so it's like yeah, it's crazy to think that there's still people out there who, even if a woman is raped say that it's like if it comes down to religion like god's gift and and it shouldn't be allowed to remove you know um the embryo it's it's crazy yeah we're both i see we're, we also have video and we're both like this is insane yeah. <laughs> we're just like staring into the nothing like what's happening to this world <laughs> uh. okay it's like, how do we go on from this topic now? It became yeah. kind of gloomy. <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's find some... There's also good things happening. <laughs> yes, for sure. I think uh, the thing to mention right now is that, uh, you know, in a lot of countries, actually, you know, International Women's Day is uh, celebrated in some, not in some places, it's just to celebrate womanhood. In some places, it's a day to protest. Uh, but this year's theme for International Women's Day is Women in Leadership, Achieving an Equal Future in a COVID-19 World. And it is then highlighting the impact that girls and women worldwide um, had as healthcare workers, caregivers, innovators, and community organizers during the COVID-19 pandemic. And I think it's really important to, to mention that because I don't know. I feel like even right now, when you, oftentimes when you look at news, still it's always, you know, you, you we will mostly see men <laughs> speaking up yeah. about things. Right. True. Yeah. <laughs> so it is nice to see, you know, that that for instance, there are people like the the Finnish prime minister, who's also the the youngest female prime minister uh, in in the world. There's also uh, people like. 
well, I can't not mention it, that we have a female president in Estonia and also now <laughs> a uh, female prime minister. And there's also a wonderful prime minister of New Zealand and U.S. vice president and many, many other people. So there's more and more women um, yeah. leaders. I think it, it really accelerated um, last year and then the beginning of this year. Also here in the Netherlands, like we have elections coming up and right now... Um, there's a lot of women that you can vote on as like the, the leaders of a party. I think it's most women since, well, I think for the first time ever. Um, so it really feels that like last year and uh, this year so far, we have really seen or like woken up a little bit. Um, because I remember also reading an article last year, like during the first lockdown or, or somewhat after it, that the countries that were dealing the best with COVID were led by women, which the prime ministers were women. And I think yeah. that says it all, right? Something to think about. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot happening for sure. I, uh, I think, um, like, uh, like, of course, I'm happy that this is happening, but it's also like, it's so weird that we have to be this happy about it, that it's happening because it's, that like indicates that it's quite special um, that a lot of women are our leaders right now yeah yeah because we it's it's because of the fact that basically most of the countries are are living in this like patriarchy like there's yeah. not many matriarchal societies it's more like these you know smaller some kind of communities or ethnic groups or ethnic that's some, groups, somewhere yeah. that they're like the the Oh, I don't know how exactly to pronounce it. So if anyone can tell me, then <laughs> that's <laughs> one. when we talked about it with Leroy, I struggled a lot. The Mosul people, which is an ethnic group in uh, China, and uh, they they have um, matriarchy. And I think it was uh, really interesting to uh, to read about it. And um, I read about it from this uh Uh, article on the World Economic Forum uh, where it is explaining basically why living in a matriarchal society is better for women's health. Yeah, I think it was about like their systems and, and structures exactly. and that women basically are like on top and that men do have like something to say <laughs> yeah. as well. But it's mostly the women that, you know, kind of... Um, yeah rule and 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 um decide on what rules um apply to whom and and all those things like it's really the women that run the community and yeah. um it was very interesting to see that uh for example the when they get married a man and a woman that they don't live together ever right um they, they still live with their families and then i think they called it like walk in evenings that what that the man could come to uh to his, his wife's house yeah for yeah. some romantic uh, rendezvous and uh yeah i think that's that then like he goes walking home. marriage or something yeah yeah something yeah <laughs> uh, that's good that's interesting i mean talking about autonomy i think that's uh yeah. Yeah. you know the perfect example <laughs> exactly 
yeah i wrote that they don't live together and then they just uh have this and i think it was that men have to return home by sunrise or something like that. yeah <laughs> the sun is rising right. you have to leave <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it's of course it's very old-fashioned but you know in a way it works well for them um i think we could learn quite a lot <laughs> from looking at these these uh communities <clears throat> yeah true and when looking at the pictures, I also remember that here in Estonia, we have this tiny island called uh, Kihnu. Like the whole life there is also led by women and controlled by women. And it's due to the fact that initially, you know, uh, a lot of the men from that community, they actually were on the sea or worked on the mainland. And for instance, in the winter, even because it can get really cold here, and then uh, everything freezes, so you can't really uh, take like a ship or some kind of a boat to get to the island. So I, I, they could be, you know, disconnected from each other for a long time and they had to really uh, do everything by themselves. And they have this, because they're so isolated, they, they still, still kept on all of the traditions. And it's a really small community, I think, that on on a regular basis like throughout the year only around 300 people live on that island yeah. and uh, it's impressive to see how they like have this really like nurturing um environment there and, yeah. and mostly women like yeah women handle everything there so it's yeah i think it's the last matriarchal society in europe yeah. right yeah exactly. yeah exactly yeah. it's quite a sad thought though <laughs> right because <laughs> i mean it's such a i think special way of living and of course our world is you know has developed quite fast in the last years but i think it's so sad to see that these kind of communities are also like maybe slowly disappearing like it's the last one in europe i mean there's a lot of countries in europe but yeah and a lot of people um so yeah it's a sad thought and i think what's like what amazes me about these kind of communities is that you know the people that live there they are all like equal like no one yeah. is seen as a less of a human being because of gender or or whatsoever i think that's very um inspiring yeah 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 true i really want to see um because i know there's a film like an estonian filmmaker who made um um, a documentary about the islanders and how they lived there so it would be really oh, interesting cool. to even dive in more into that and, and yeah. try to find it and see it we'll post about it yes we <laughs> if should. we find it yeah absolutely we will definitely whatever we're we're mentioning we're also going to put the links and information um into the podcast notes uh, so if this topic yes. is interesting for you you can read more about it or watch more about it depending on what kind of information we find and yeah um, sure uh, i can post for you yeah um yes so yeah talking about inequality or equality inequality <laughs> i um like i immediately i i also talked with nadia about it before and i immediately started thinking about okay where does this come from like where when was the the these perceptions when were they born that you know a woman is like less of a human being for some way in some way than than a man 
And like the first thing that, you know, pops up in your head is like, I hope not to offend anyone, but it's like religion. And then of course, not all religions, but I think like what we have here is like Catholic or Christians or Muslim maybe, or like some uh, religion views have shaped these, these views that we have today. But, but personally, I already had like this thought that religion is more of a concept to um, keep this, uh, these views that were, that already existed for a long time. It, it yeah. was a very easy concept to, you know, say that women shouldn't work or shouldn't do anything basically <laughs> what it comes down to. Yeah. But like it already, um, we already saw that before in history, like with, for example, in the Greek empire where women, uh, weren't allowed to have sex with other women but men were allowed to have sex with other men in some situations yeah. so already there you could see that women um, were oppressed in some way so it goes even further back further than than what we thought um, and what we found out through some research is that around like eight to ten thousand years ago when we as human species started to um, settle more because of the agricultural revolution. Um, and, and so we started to settle more instead of like wandering around and go from place to place. Um, we really started to, to, to live in fixed places. And that did something with like our group dynamics because we always uh, used to live in like groups. Yeah. Uh, but because we like settled down, it was like everyone got like their own their own place <laughs> yeah so it was like man a man and a woman started living together like separately from all the other people like everyone got their own living space and that's when it started um where we, we i say we but of course it wasn't us but where we started <laughs> to see a uh, man and, and a man and a woman differently yeah um but what's the reason of the, uh, why that is I, I i couldn't find it it's still a bit fake like why wasn't it the other way around you know yeah um that's still a big question it is so if anyone uh knows you can uh yeah, you can let, let us know, us know. <laughs> you can be like Correct us. nadia leroy we have the answer to you <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah i i think we are in a way like you mentioned before also when it comes to to politics and really when i talked about the the Finnish uh, prime minister and when we really see like for instance you know her also posting pictures of her breastfeeding and just like recipes and adding this yeah. little uh, human uh, note to it and and you know and I just started thinking back at where we started when we uh, started talking about this topic and I read this one interview with uh, with the Finnish prime minister where she said that in every position I've ever been in my gender has always been the starting point that I am mm -hmm. a young woman and uh, she says also that I hope one day it won't be an issue that this question won't be asked I want to do as good a job as possible I'm no better and no worse than a middle-aged man and <laughs> <laughs> that's the moment where we're like what like i really hope that we we won't uh, talk about these things soon and really ask like what is your age or what is your gender i oh, think it really yeah. comes down to if you're like for instance if it's work are you doing good work or are you not doing good work that's that and then everybody yeah. should be paid equal should be treated equally 
not to be harassed or treated like differently. Like for instance, there's even, you know, when we talk about imposter syndrome, it is oftentimes, you know, diagnosed by, uh, uh, and, and women, and it is actually not, you know, that you have to uh, fix them, but it is more that there is a system that, you know, it's one system and the same system rewards confidence in male leaders, even if they're incompetent, but it punishes the women for, for instance, either lacking confidence or showing too much confidence or like, exactly, yeah. or demonstrating in a way that is, it is like, oh, this is unacceptable the way you're, <laughs> yeah exactly because it's uh, immediately when like a woman is like too confident or or she speaks up or something like immediately she's being labeled you know as oh she's such a bitch or oh she's such a you know but if a man does it it's like oh he's a good leader and oh he knows what he wants and he's he's a go-getter and everything so like (laughs) but basically they they show the same behavior or the same characteristics but it's just labeled so different which is it's ridiculous really (laughs) I mean yeah it is. I think you mentioned we had this talk yesterday where you mentioned, what was it, that there was some kind of uh, an autocorrect? Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, yeah. Is it that? It's for um, Slack. Uh-huh. I, uh, to like quickly explain what Slack is. It's like um, a lot of like companies and organizations use it for like internal communication. It's like Skype, basically. Um, so you can like chat with each other with your coworkers and video call and do groups chats and group calls. Um, like it's very easy communicating right now uh, in this time. Um, but they um, have like a plugin that you can install, and then it's like an autocorrect on your iPhone when you uh, type a word wrong or like it gives you another suggestion. But it does it with when you're describing a coworker. So for example, uh, if you had a meeting and you write to one of your coworkers like, oh, uh, I don't know, uh, in today's meeting, um, Susan was uh, super bossy, but then instead of bossy, it gives like a different option chain. Like, did you mean uh, assertive or (laughs) straight to the point? Or like, because we have this gender bias um, when it comes to communication and, and, and uh, characteristics on the workplace and everything. So I think it's a very cool way of showing people that they might view a woman on the workplace different than a man. Yeah, Um, true. Yeah, because in the end, you can write whatever you want still, but already having this little trigger (laughs) of that an autocorrect system or like the plugin is going to suggest something to you and you might then start thinking... Uh, differently because yeah unfortunately I think however much anyone can try we will still have certain biases you know or assumptions towards someone or towards a situation or something depending on our cultural background on our you know education on our just environment our family Uh, so it's nice to have those things because we communicate also with with so many people around the world these days. We've we've True. become you know very <laughs> very international. Everyone, I think, like like of course there are people who are not. But <laughs> when <laughs> yeah, you of think yeah. of when you think of mostly younger generations, that's uh, at least uh, that's uh, for sure uh, the case. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's an interesting interesting uh, thing to have. I would want to try it out just to type in things and be like, what does it suggest? <laughs> right. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's very. Um, how do you say that? Like it also is a very good indication that I think, like for example, when when I don't know because I'm not a woman, <laughs> but I like for example here in the Netherlands, like you don't see you know this gender inequality like on the surface. Yeah. Um, like for like women are safe here. Like they we can all vote. Yeah. Um, and work and everything, but I think it's more like hidden in those like company structures or organization structures. Yeah. And um, I think, for example, like like we say, like the autocorrect is a really good way of um, getting it more to the surface and saying like, "Hey, this is going on." Because yeah, yeah, I think it's a good. Um... I think so too. But I wonder, like, that's the thing, like you already have to be conscious about it of course in order to install the plugin so true yes. like if it would be <laughs> automatically already on it that would be even better because then everyone would you know see different options but we so still, that's still we question. still have a long way to go <laughs> exactly let's email slack <laughs> yeah. no because th that like you said i i completely agree that on, in many places it seems you know, that, that everything is equal and all right. But, you know, uh, when you start digging deep and you, you start understanding that, for instance, we are having conversations like, like pay transparency, for instance, going around. And really that there are in, in many uh, countries still that you, you know, like everybody's like talking about how much you earn is kind of a taboo and going really into like, oh, do do the the men in this company uh, on the same position do they earn the same as the women or yeah. do they earn more you know and and things like that so there's still a lot of work that is that is going on and uh, for us to really have this equality and I, I think there well there are also so many layers to it when we continue also to saying that a lot of times there's also this then you know for instance if we think of uh, children and then when when families split up and where do mostly mostly uh, kids end up with and then they end up with the with the women and then you know it's how does it all go like how is it even logical that then women earn less and although it in some ways I sometimes have thought maybe it, it should be actually the other way around mm -hmm. because they oftentimes have because I I don't know how in in different countries it's of course regulated differently of that if a family splits up and kids you know stay with the mother then how much does the 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 father pay etc or like vice versa mm -hmm. but yeah oh, so many topics I feel like yeah. this is another episode coming up <laughs> yeah well we can do it I mean there's a lot to talk about <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I think there's quite a lot of things that are happening in, in positive ways. We definitely have also some good examples uh, if it's the other way around. If we, if we have more uh, women uh, leaders, uh, of course, yeah, to me personally, I, I just hope that we will have it equally, you know, that it's not about matriarchy or patriarchy. I feel like we should we should get to the point where, where it's just balanced, exactly because it's That's, just about uh, all of us and we're, we're yeah, all of this we're is. we're all in this together <laughs> we're all in this together 
<laughs> True. <laughs> well, that's a good note to close it off with. Yes. We're all in this together. <laughs> Absolutely. So thanks so much for listening. That's it for this episode. Yes. We will have the next episode uh, next week, Monday. So stay tuned. In the meantime, you can check out our uh, Instagram under continuous.curiosity. We will be giving you more information there on everything we talked about and also other things that we do. And uh, until next time. Yes, until next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.